Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Forever. I'm going to call this officially a heavy lifting episode for our guest, Jackie Schimmel, because (laughs) I one of the one of the classic heavy lifting episodes where and I know she can do it. Like if anybody can do it, it's my guest today. First of all, Jackie Schimmel, host of The Bitch Bible. I, I know everything about you without even pulling up your info. Um, but you can follow Jackie at Jackie Schimmel on Twitter and Instagram. Jackie looking so glamorous, by the way, you're like your hair. Really? Yes. What is your deal? You're always done. I'm really not. But my hair is always done because as a Jewish woman roaming the San Fernando Valley, I have to have my hair blown out. Otherwise, I can't leave the house because I don't want to scare small children and woodland creatures. Yeah, of so course. The hair is done. But that's about, that's the most I can wrangle. So this is a professional blowout. You don't do this yourself. Oh, no. I don't even own a blow dryer. No, no you're I joking. Fucking, I'm not dealing with this shit. 
I swear to God. Isn't that funny? I do. So my hair, which by the way, I look today, I'm in Florida. I have to admit, this is not my home. This is my friend's home that I'm staying in. Um, just mainly here to get COVID. Like people are like, why aren't you telling me just to get it? I'm just ready to get it. Just get it over with. Yeah. I'm just ready to get it. No, I'm double masking everywhere. I'm out of my mind, but, um, I do my own hair, which I have a fuck ton of hair, Jackie. Like, but it's beautiful. It's glowing. I mean, you you know, on the Jewish scale, you are either here or you're there. That's right. It's either like luminous and beautiful. Like you're on the other side. Oh, you're. I'm so jealous. You're drinking, bitch. I have a wine here. I've had quite the day. Um, the last time I saw Jackie Schimmel in person was at a Michaels, I believe, in the Valley. We talk about it often. I was in line at Michaels. <laughs> I just want to open I, with that. That yeah. was my favorite. <laughs> favorite thing in the entire fucking world. First of all, I never go to Michael's. Me neither. I don't even know why I was there. Wait, can I just say something? Because I don't want you to think, like, we don't know each other that well. I know that we really like each other. Like, we always have good conversations. I have to tell the listener, I'm on day, I'm in a full white outfit, which means I'm on day one of my period. I always like to test the waters, like, see what's going to happen. Mm. I never go yeah. to Michael's, ever. I'm not a crafter. I don't do that shit. But every now and again, there is something you can only get there. Like I needed, I think, fake leaves for something. I get like greenery there, you know? I might have been doing the same. I might have been getting like a faux moss to like put in my orchids or something. Yes. I don't know. Or a Mod Podge. I can't think. I'm not a crafter. I don't DIY anything. anything. I don't even own a fucking blow dryer. And I'm standing in line and I'm looking and I'm like, is that fucking Michelle Collins at a strip mall, Michaels, in the valley? In the valley. And I kind of peeked around. I'm like, Michelle? And you turned around. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and by the way, it was like two people like finding each other at the strip club or like, you know, it was like seeing we each didn't want to be seen there. And then we and if anybody to see the yeah. last person I would want to be recognized by is you, because truly every time I see Jackie, you're really somebody I want to like impress. You're very glamorous. You have a beautiful life. Your Instagram is very aspirational. You always have all these great things going on. You're so funny. And I'm like, Jackie's someone I really want you to be like, you know, Michelle Chic. Like, I feel like I want to have chic moments with you. And I'm standing with Michael. I'm not chic at all. I'm disgusting, by the way. But thank you. I appreciate it. For LA, for the Valley, I would argue that you're probably one of the chicest Valleyers outside of Calabasas. Do you live in Calabasas? I live next to Calabasas. Next and to at it. the time when I saw you, I was in Calabasas. We moved. Yeah. Are you in Woodland Hills? Am I giving away too much? I'm trying to like test my. Um, I Go have on. a cousin that gave me a death threat. So I'm not going to be, I'll tell you later. But it's it's right next to it's right next to Calabasas. So I'm going to just drop that story. Can we talk about that or do you not feel comfortable? I don't actually give a fuck about Michael's. No. Um, Are you like talking I, about I that or no? I feel comfortable enough. Yeah, there was like some weird messages that were sent and and I haven't seen her in like 15 years. She's kind of estranged from her own immediate family and my family. And right before I did my live podcast tour uh last year, I got there was some public messages that went out. And with my name and my photo, and then we had to like hire security and it was what? a whole thing. And I just, I never even talked about it on my podcast because I was like a little freaked out. Well, she won't but listen to this. This is, this is going to be um, a safe space for you because she won't know. I feel like to listen to this one, unless she really has a lot of time in her hands. Uh, have, is this your first, is this your first stalker? Cause I've had stalkers as well. And I agree with you. It's an uncomfortable thing to talk about because you don't want to, Number one, encourage anyone else to do it, you know, and you also, yeah, people think they know us. I mean, for you, you know, they, we're yeah. very conversational. We're friendly. Well, what if we, I mean, this bitch I'm related to. 
I can't get over that. Is she a, a close cousin? First, second, third? No, no, no. She's a first cousin, but she was adopted when she was like 12. So like we mm. barely know each other. But oh, it's, I see. Uh, there's, mm, there's fun stuff. There's shit. See, lucky for me, yeah. um, the Holocaust killed so many members of my family that I have like no cousins. So same, same right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so blessed. We are so blessed. I have like no family to stalk me because they did. That's like, <laughs> we should write yeah. that, Jackie. Right. Let's write that. Jackie Shims, I haven't seen you in a million years after that, Michaels. Last time we texted, you were eating sushi in a parking lot in your car. Um, Mm -hmm. You are living. I always said if I moved back to L.A., I would never live in L.A. proper. I would either live in Orange County or in the Valley. And you're you're doing that. Sell the Valley to our listeners before we get into stuff. Here's the beauty of the Valley. Okay, Um, I love kind of the mediocrity of it. I like, I get to, I feel like a princess in the fucking valley. Yeah. You go to fucking West Hollywood, you go to Beverly Hills. It's a little pretentious. It's a little fussy. There's a lot of Instagram models. There's the pink wall. You don't need it. Okay. To go to a restaurant, it's a whole fucking ordeal. You got to know the guy at Craig's and blah, blah, blah. and I don't like a scene. Yeah. You know, if I want to walk around in my Pilates socks with a slide in my own fucking merch, looking like a homeless person with a scrunchie, I can do that. If I want to spend my entire day at a Gelson's, it's cool. Like, it's just easy, easy living. It's, I would say it's, it's the, um, epicenter of suburban life. Like if you were to boil suburban yes. life down to a town, the Valley is it. Cause yeah. it, you have a great TJ's, you've got a great home goods, Michael's, you've got the strip malls, the malls, everyone's in there, crossover yes. cars in a slide. And, but I would say, because I'm in Tampa right now, which I'm I'm not proud of necessarily, although I happen to think Tampa has some beautiful parts. That's not where I'm from. Agreed. Tampa can be nice. Um, I'm from, as you know, Miami, which is like kind of Valley-esque. My parents are in Aventura, which is very Valley-ish, if you know Aventura. It's a Jewish enclave of Miami. Um, But Mm -hmm. I will say that in Tampa, what I love is that because I'm... I'm, I mean, I'm bloated today, but I do feel like I'm a physical eight. Like, I like coming to towns where my number goes up. You know, there's certain yeah, places the like valley. the valley. Like, I went to Stockholm in Sweden. This was maybe a year and a half ago. And I've never felt like a bigger piece of garbage. I was like, I should probably, <laughs> like, every, you know what I mean? And everyone in there was really tall. So even my height, which is usually, like, a bonus, depending on who you're talking to, my height was, like, not in play at all because no one gave a shit and then everybody was like right. they, all they eat is like herring you know they weigh 18 pounds and they're like models everyone yeah, men and women yeah. I had to get out but it's nice to be in a place where you're hotter a hundred percent it's really important just for your own self-esteem geographically you know I might be a Beverly Hills I'm like a six I don't think so Jackie I don't know in Calabasas I could be like an 8.5 I'm pulling up I'm looking at my phone not to be rude I'm pulling up an article because you mentioned the pink wall in LA and I read an article it may have been on Twitter and I can't find it about how there's a color pink that uh, makes people weaker god did you hear about this Ooh, it's no please delight me I think it's called drunk tank pink i have to look this up i meant to send it to tracy hold on drunk tank pink where they've noticed that they used to paint the drunk tanks and they found that fights went down by 30 percent. it's like a pepto-bismol pink oh i love that shade of pink it's just an interesting thing to look up that they painted certain jails like it but don't you think you love a pink like that but don't you think that imagine like being wasted as like a man being wasted and being tossed into this like neon pink room 
How would you feel? You'd love it. What do you think the psychology is behind? I would absolutely love it. I might paint my whole house that fucking color. Do you think that the psychology is like, um, like it's pink and it emasculates you or it makes you like connect to your feminine energy. So then you're a little bit more like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's what it is? I would think that men specifically who are, who see it. Yes. It's almost like wearing the mask. You know how there's some, they're just men who will not wear that mask. They have to have the two nostril holes out. They cannot put the shit over their nose. Disgusting. Those men have micro penises. They drive white Hyundais with a spoiler on it. And they think if they take the fucking emblem off that maybe we're going to misconstrue it for a fucking Lambo. Guess what, Todd? We're not. Nobody wants to have sex with you. I was at the dog park in said valley a couple weeks ago, and this man refused to wear his fucking mask. And he and everyone was like, hey, dude, like, just put your mask on. There's older people there. This is the only time they're getting out of the house all day. They wanted to let their little fucking cockapoo run wild. It's the it's the apex of their fucking day. And this guy (laughs) looks at everyone and he goes, real men don't wear masks. And I was like. If I had a Dell butter knife, I would sever your dick off yes. while holding eye contact and then fucking feed it to you. No, people, Anyways. I, I have to tell you something. I was in today in Tampa, which as you know, is the literally Corona capital. You saw the videos coming out of the Super Bowl. I decided to double mask mm-hmm. and go to Nordstrom Rack because I want to die. Okay. Now everyone knows mm-hmm. I have a death mm-hmm. wish. I want to die, but I double masked. I yeah. thought, okay, I realize that. People are going to come for me and it's fine. But I had my thing on and I saw two women and Jackie, don't take this personally, blonde women in Nordy Rack. You know, I'm not naturally blonde. It's okay. You get it. (laughs) Right. With them. They had the shit around their ears and then the shit was like loose around the bottom of their chin. And I'll tell you something in New York early on in pandemic, I would say some shit like early. And I think I've just, I've given up. I think that I have fatigue of even correcting people because number one, I'm like, these are probably Trumpers who don't give a fuck about anybody. You could just tell. I was like, I'm going to get into a fight with some fucking asshole who's like a hoaxer and who thinks that Joe Biden's a pedophile, like all this shit. So I was like, there's no point to even engage with these people. I avoided completely, but I'm like, where is the mentality when you're, I mean, to be fair, you could come for me. Why are you in Nordstrom rack? Not essential. Although I need a t-shirt. No, but you know, I need t-shirts. I got to tell you. Yeah. You need t-shirts. And also, There is something about taking care of your mental health that if you need to peruse a Nordstrom rack for 20 minutes to feel like a human, I co-sign on that. See, you get it because again, we're retail girls. Do you know where I actually are going to love this? Um, I was looking at the map, went to a Nordstrom rack and looked up the word outlet. This was like three hours ago. And I was like, maybe there's like an outlet nearby. They had an HSN outlet because they're based here in Tampa. I don't shop on HSN because no offense to those who do. I I literally just don't do it because it's a bit like mom tunicky. Like I'm, you know, you get it. Poly blend. Yeah. Poly blend. I would love to sell there. I would love to have stuff on sale there, but I just, uh, Jackie, Jackie, we got to start something. We got to start a brand, Jackie. (laughs) Yes, we do. The wheels are working. For the ladies who pop into Michael's who have a roll of sushi in their car, this one's for you. And that means us. But in the meantime, I didn't yes. go because I thought if there's any place in this town, I'm going to get COVID. It's at the HSN outlet because nothing to 1, me says you agree. You agree. Yeah. Also, I have a confession because I feel like this is a safe space. I need to tell you what I did yesterday because I'm probably going to have COVID now Talk as well. <sighs> well, yesterday was my six year podcast anniversary and I'm someone who likes to celebrate life. You know, I like milestones. Yeah. It, 
I lean in. I'm a, a beacon of self-love. So I thought, what could I do that would be special? I know. A two and a half hour drive to the Cabazon Outlet Mall. Sis, you so know that you're the, you're the safe space. Lunch. Wait a minute. The safe space is here. I have a lot of thoughts about Cabazon. Yeah. I do want to tell our listeners who don't know. Cabazon mm. is considered, but I have some thoughts on it. The It's like the designer high-end outlet. It's like a Woodbury Commons. Mm-hmm. They have Prada and Gucci and all the big names there. Um, it's I, also outdoor. It's outdoor in the boiling hot heat, depending on the time of the year, uh, near Palm Springs, near all the windmills and everything else. It's about two hours from LA. I've been about a million times. Tell me everything. Walk me through it. What did you buy? What'd you see? Well, first of all, I woke up at 8 a.m. I packed a full sack lunch, like in a burlap fucking Oprah bag, like <laughs> just full loser. I cut up apples. I had little cashews. Like Very Seinfeld. Sustenance. Remember the Seinfeld movie was called Sacked Lunch. <laughs> Go on. That's adorable. My uh-huh. husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I need snacks. I don't know what the food court. I'm not going to go into the food court. That's droplet century. So like, I can't do that. I'm going to tell you every restaurant in Cabazon. Blaze Pizza. So I went to Starbucks. Wetzel's. <laughs> go on. I'm yes, into on it. On the other side. Yeah, yeah. So Bla- next to Blaze Pizza was the Wetzel's. Blaze had a line. So I'm like, I can't do that. No, no, so no. I, bo- I popped into the Wetzel's empty as fuck you know I got my pretzel I'm waiting with my pretzel in line to go to Prada and I was like what by the way in my own fucking merch like a loser because I had slept in it and I just washed my face brushed my teeth and fucking hit the road yeah had the time of my life I I mean I feel like I burned 5,000 calories I was speed walking I was elbowing I didn't come near a soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was very compliant about the whole thing, but I hit it. I hit it hard, drove three hours home in traffic, had a beautiful, beautiful day. I needed it. Um, I almost feel like you did it to talk about it with me because yeah, you know that I am genuinely my DNA when they look at it under the microscope is just like hook noses, holding bags of money. Like it's the most Jewish stereotype. You get it. And I can mm-hmm. say that as a Jew, I feel it's not offensive. Yes, We're allowed to say that. We're allowed to say I'm not it. offended at I, all. I come from two yeah. HNs, not HSNs, hook noses. <laughs> HSN is a different <laughs> thing, but anyway, and they wouldn't mind me saying it, but, um, I, so I've been to Capazone a million times. There's a better outlet. You're going to judge me for this because, you see, I, I really... Don't say Camarillo. No, no, no. Camarillo. Let me tell you about Camarillo. They used to have the, a good Barney's outlet that was not picked. And then they all closed. I know. So that was bullshit. I know. So no, Camarillo sucks. Worst day of my life. P- forget it. Where they actually... You're going to judge me. The block at Orange. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't been in many years because I left LA five years ago. But they had a Neiman's, a last call at Neiman's, which I think they all closed now, that had stuff there. Jackie Shims, listen to me gowns, Carolina Herrera, Oscar gowns that would sit there for years. I would go back after flying back to New York two years later, the same dresses would be there, but gorgeous. Oh my God. And they're on that quadruple sticker life. Don't you love when the the stickers start stacking red on red on red. (laughs) I'm soaked. Maybe with a yellow. (laughs) Literally slipping out of my fucking office chair. Genuinely. You see that. (laughs) When you see the sticker stack up, nothing does it to me. I get, I don't care if I was a fucking billionaire. You could still find me at the TJ Maxx off the runway section, 
scoping with my binoculars for that sticker stack. Now, do you know where you would have loved back in the day? Filing's Basement used to have a thing in Boston where they would date stamp the tickets. And depending on what the Ooh. date was, you get where this was going. If it was like more than six months, it would be like 80 off more than seven. And you would dig. I mean, girl, that shit. That's a game show. Honey, you're giving me sale of the century. You're giving me let's make a deal. Price is right. You're making me dig yeah. like a rat for garbage. I wouldn't buy if it was in any other store for the same price, but that I found it. Totally. You get it. That I found it. It made it so fun. We're sick. So fun. It's like competitive Tanya Harding shopping. Yes. That is what people don't really get it. Now I'll tell you something that since pandemic, I just did a major purge of all my designer stuff. I, you know, I always get fucked over by the real, real always, but I still go to them because it's just easy. Always. I mean, forget it. I just sold that I never wore. I had a Stella McCartney blazer that I actually bought on sale. It was like 500 fucking dollars. This was years ago. Navy blue velvet. It was gorgeous, but I was like, the fuck am I wearing? I stopped wearing blazers. I'm like, where am I wearing this? I think I may have gotten 50 bucks for it. Now to be fair, better than nothing, but maybe not even that much. And that bothered me because I'm like, it was a brand new, but that's how they work. That really, that, that upsets me. Yeah. That's how it works. But wait, that hurts my feelings. So listen, block at orange has some good stuff. South Coast Plaza Nordstrom rack is where they send Mm. all the designer Nordstrom stuff. Doesn't go to the normal racks. It's that one because it's like all the rich people live in that neighborhood. So you can get some unbelievable things. Their designer section is better than any other Nordstrom rack I've ever been to. That's a tip. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm going to fucking remember that. That My next COVID trip. You're going to thank me. And also I know that Orange County is like Trumpy. And I hate that. Yeah, it but is. But it's it's beautiful there. <laughs> it's so pretty. I'm like, oh, it is it's beautiful. Pretty. And I kind of have the rationalization that if I was to do a day trip and risk my life to go to the Nordstrom rack and mm. pilfer through the designer racks, uh, maybe all of I have a theory that a lot of people in Orange County are cutting the fucking line for the vaccines. Oh, what gives you that theory that they're all fucking pieces of shit? No offense to our listeners in yes. Orange County. Yes. Go on. Go on. Why do you think that, though? Um, I think that, uh, I just think a matter of convenience and affluence that they might be able, they might be finagling some, some vaccines before they're supposed to. Can I admit something to you? I'm going to admit something to you and everyone listening right now that I'm not necessarily proud of. Uh, and actually what's, this is going to be released the week of. So, uh, Andrew Cuomo, who, you know, I once wrote a just glowing article about, and yes, you were very sexually aroused by him. Let me tell you something. When you're locked in your house and I said this joke, like Nicole Kidman in Cold Mountain, and he's the only man talking to you. Do you know what I'm saying? In New York, when I was like totally. home and he's the one guy who's caring for you. This is during Trump's America. Yes, I was very I yes. was very attracted to him. And that wasn't a joke. I was like, I fu- I'm in love with him. Like, I felt it now. I felt that from the other side of the country. See? But it was like me and Chelsea Handler fighting for him, which I was like, can't Chelsea pick a lane? You know, you can't. Chelsea's all over the. You get it. Like, bless her. I get it. Talent. But let me have this one. I, I don't know. It bothered me. Yeah, that's you. Thank you. I, it bothers me. You're a friend to me. I'll say this. He just announced that um, next in line for the vaccines are the obese. Jackie Schemmel. Um, now I know you're looking at me right now. Meanwhile, my head is literally filling up the entire zoom square. <laughs> I keep looking at myself like no, my head not. is so square right now, but wait, I do rank over a 30 BMI. I'm a six foot one girl. I have 
You know my joke that I want them to hang my skeleton from the ceiling of the Natural History Museum. I want it next to the T-Rex. People are going to be like, what is this majestic creature? It's literally my skeleton. That's my dream. <laughs> I have a BMI of, I want to say 31. And 30 is the um, obesity cutoff. So sister. So would you go? First of all, you're not obese even a little no, bit. No, no, But I am but- according to the numbers. Uh, thank you. But I am. Am I going to go? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. Of course. I'm, but I am. I mean, it's like, I'm not, I'd be an idiot to be like, no ashamed of that. By the way, I listen a hundred percent. The second I can fucking get it, I'm there front of the fucking, but I'm not lying. That's the thing. It's like, I know people are going to judge because everyone I have, I have friends who are in the medical profession and I told them about this and they go, Michelle, everyone should get it. So if you qualify for it, get it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Done. Do you don't think, I think they might turn you away. You're going to have to prove yourself. Honey, my dream, nothing would make my year more than them turning me away. You have no idea. My dream is that I walk in and they go, miss, you're far too fit to be vaccinated. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring my own I think that's going to happen. Jackie Shims, you know, I love you so much. I'm bringing a scale. I'm bringing a fucking measuring tape and a top hat and a cane. I'm tapping my way in. I'm going, put my big fat ass on that scale right now. <laughs> you know what? From the front, they might be like... Miss from the front. They're like, you're not heavy enough. I'm going to turn around and they're going to jab my arm when they see my ass. They're going to be like, (laughs) so I'm just so excited once I turn around and they see my big ass that my ass is what's getting me vaccinated, sis. I can't wait. That's a good thing. People pay a lot of money to get a big ass. It's so enormous, Jackie. You can't see right now. I'm not going to show it to you, but it is. It is as big and massive as it's ever been in its life. And honestly, I'm not mad at it. No, that's hot. I mean, listen, can you give me some? My ass is like a fucking peanut. It's terrible. It's disgusting. It's like concave. I I would love nothing more than to give you some of my ass. Like I, if I could get rid of some of it and donate it like locks of love... You know what I mean? Hawks of love or talks of love. Like give you (laughs) hawks of love. I would give you eight inches. You know, that's what they do for the hair. Whenever. Wait. Yes, please. (laughs) Have you ever had friends? I have a question. And maybe you've done this. I have friends who haven't gotten haircuts because of COVID people who I adore and I've seen them and they look like crystal Gale. If you know that reference, like their hair is like down to their knees and I'm just like, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And they always go, oh, I'm going to donate it. And so that makes it better. And I'm like, babe, no, you got to cut it. Like, do, do you know people like this? <laughs> you got to cut it. They don't want that shit anymore. Like, it's not cute. We, oh, you're such a wonderful person. So it's a little condescending and self-righteous. I love when people say that. Or when you get a haircut, like a big haircut, and they're like, did you donate it? I'm like, no, nobody wants the Brillo pad. I'm sorry. And you know what else pisses me off? Go in on. the same realm. Yes. I don't know if you if this happened to you during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Did people make donations to charities in your name as gifts? Do you know who the only person who did are my agents? Thoughts. Me too. Yeah. Wait, who's your agency? Are we with the same agency? CAA? Yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to, I thought it, I was going to send a text and be like, listen, motherfuckers, flowers would have been nice. Booze would have been nice. First of all, if you're going to donate to a charity, could you ask me? Like, I don't want to save the turtles. I like plastic straws. If, I forgot we were podcasting. Everyone's going to kill me. But you know what? We've got bigger fish to fry. I will say a couple things about the charity situation. I have donated to many charities. That's not like a 
live for the podcast since, you know, I'll see something, I'll see something that strikes my fancy and I'll go like God's love we deliver. I've donated to, um, there's a church. This actually annoys me. There's a church that I donated to. Oh, you know which one? The one that Trump stood in front of with his Bible upside down. And it bothered me so deeply that I gave him like 50 or hundred bucks and they send me mailings like every week. And I'm going, that's my money. Like I didn't send you the money to send me mailings. Use it for the people. It, that makes right. me absolutely nuts. But I have the same agency yeah. as you. They did do that. And uh, wait, I had a point to make. And I just, I started thinking about the church and I go, oh, I go today. You're going to hate this. I go to TJ Maxx today. You know, listen, I'm a garbage dump. I don't care. I love a TJ's. I bought a manicure set and a sweatshirt. It's fine. So do I. It's nice. You pick around, whatever. I go in and the girl at checkout, she goes, yeah. would you like to donate? She's very friendly. She goes, would you like to donate to diabetes? And I said, no, <laughs> you know what I do? My mom does this too. I go, I actually donate. <laughs> I, I go, I donate to other charities, but thank you. Cause you don't want to look like a dick. Just being like, no. Do you know what I say? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you know what I say? I say, are you going to, you know, some places, this is true. I do this all the time. My husband's like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. This is terrible. Everyone's going to hate me. I don't give a shit. No, say it. I feel good. Um, you know how like, <laughs> You know when you donate and they make the announcement like at the grocery store or they ding the bell at the yes. home <laughs> and they're like, thank you for your one dollar donation. I always ask and say, are you going to announce it? <laughs> and then if they say yes, I donate. <laughs> Wait, really? I'm the opposite. I hate when they ring the bell. Wait, you make them ring a bell when you give them money? You really are fucked up. <laughs> I, I actually should ask. No, they do that at the home goods by me. Anytime someone makes a donation, they ring a bell and they make an announcement over the PA system or like at the TJ Maxx by me. When you fill out the handprint, yeah, the hand, they, yeah. say, they make an announcement. So I said, I always ask and I'm like half joking, half serious. I'm like, are you going to announce it? Yeah. And I'm, and then I give him five bucks. You're very, you're very sick. Um, if they ring a bell, if I donate and then without, cause I never ask and then they pick a cowbell up and cling and clang that shit. I want to literally crawl into a shell, like crawl into a dog bed at home yeah. goods and just fucking die. I hate that. I come from, see Jackie, we're different. I come from I a family. I started doing a princess wave. <laughs> this is like- Jackie Schimmel, humanitarian, sticker swapper extraordinaire. I donated $5 to save the koala bears. Oh you know, God. it makes me feel like a good person. Well, this girl goes, do you want to donate for diabetes? And I go, no, I donate to other charities. Thank you though. And also not to be a bitch, but it's like, and I feel for people with diabetes, I'm probably on the verge yes. given my BMI. But in the meantime, I was like, no, I'm good. She goes, she got like very cold. I felt the energy change. I was like, Interesting. Oh, wow. And I, my, my total, I think, came to like 1822 or something. It was cheap. And I go and she goes, do you want to round it up to 19 for people with diabetes like that? And I said, have you ever heard of the term? No means no. <laughs> I said, I go, have you ever heard of the phrase? No means no. And she kind of looked at me and I went, best of luck. You know, I didn't want to be a bitch. She, I said, no means no. And then she got so rude. And I was like, you know what? I'm sorry if your family has been personally attacked by diabetes. My grandfather had it. May he rest in peace in Floral Park, New Jersey at the cemetery where all the animals run wild. You know about my grandparents, how they're buried behind the Revlon animal testing facility in New Jersey. Do you know about this? Uh, no, I did not know about that. And that's fucking incredible. It's basically my favorite thing. My grandparents who were uh, about each of them the height of the great gazoo from the Flintstones. They were like five feet each. We don't ask too many questions because frankly, new podcast, 
I don't want to know. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, they were tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were in like James Brown's coffin. I saw James Brown's body at, on the stage at the Apollo with Julia Stiles, one of my best stories. Please. Oh, I, what? I saw James Brown. Where the fuck are we? Dead body. Okay. okay. On stage at the Apollo with my friend Julia Stiles, who I love. And we were the only two white people there. And to this day, I've never, like, it was amazing. He was the height of literally, like, Jojo Sewell. I mean, he was tiny, you know, teensy tiny. He was in a true mini coffin, like, genuinely. You know, I'm worried about when I die, I'm going to have to get, like, a custom coffin. You know, that's a whole other story, but. Oh, that's going to be expensive. Maybe you get two discount ones, then you just combine them. Do the old Wendy Williams version when she used to get the juicy tracksuits and make one big one. Did you know about that? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, they didn't bring that up in the doc, weirdly. I do love Wendy Williams, though. Are you a Wendy girl? I, I, not really. I never got into her show, but, like, I'm very transfixed by her. Anytime I see any clips, or I'm very, very entertained by her, and I love the energy, and I love the whole vibe. Mm. I haven't, I'm just not someone that's watched the show regularly. I'm not, like, a big daytime TV person. I respect it, nor am I. Might shock a lot of listeners, given that I was for about eight seconds on daytime TV once, but never. I remember the view. Remember. Wait, what was it called? I do remember. remember I was like, wait, it was called. I was on the view. Hilarious. <laughs> I met you right before you were about to start the view. And we went to that weird barbecue place in the Valley after the bachelor recap show. Yes. After, after paradise. Oh my God. Yes. I re- when I knocked a glass off that long table with my ass, never forget in front of, um, I definitely broke a glass that night. I remember with my BMI 31 ass. That's why I'm getting the vaccine you sister. You want to know why breaking that glass with my ass. That's your answer. Yep. Yep. You've earned it. You've earned it. That was a fun night. Are you watching the bachelor? I'm not. I haven't, I haven't seen like the past few seasons. Actually, I just got over. Like we always know what's going to happen. Chris Harrison keeps lying to us. I can't. I will tell you that even the joy of live tweeting it is gone for me. Like I used to at least find some joy in like being funny, like making the content funny. I feel no joy in it. It just, it sucked the life out of me. I'm done. I'm done too. I've been led on too many times. That's I've right. been burned by the franchise. I don't believe in their love. I like it. Unfortunately, this isn't popular to say. I've always preferred The Bachelor to The Bachelorette because I like to see the bitches get crazy That's and right. I like to see them get slutty. And I don't, I'm, I'm not talking down to them. I implore both of those decisions. And I just, it's like, it doesn't feel real to me anymore. I I actually could not agree with you more. And it's funny because Jackie, I'll tell you this, and I know we have to go because we have a part two coming up, but reality yes. TV, not Bravo things I'm still in, which we'll talk about. I want to save that for episode two because that is your, so in. that is your, Jackie and I both still go to the temple of Bravo. We still worship at the altar of Bravo a hundred percent, but yes, like I've sort of backed out of 90 day, which is controversial. I just had to take a break. You're probably watching it. It just no, I've never even seen one episode. You I, I don't want to shit on it because like I like I've worked with the people there. They're very lovely, but I'm out of it. I, there's just things I think pandemic has made my brain smooth and I don't have as many folds yeah. for all of these shows anymore. Like my folds. It's so disgusting. BMI of a 31. My folds are limited. <laughs> <laughs> as are mine. Yeah, as are mine. Yes. Jackie, before we go to the break for episode two, I feel like I haven't even talked to you about like the bitch Bible. We're going to talk all about it. I want to plug everything you're doing. 
But you have a, she's wearing her merch. Where can people buy your merch? Um, humble brag. It's sold out. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's sold out quicker than we had anticipated. So we are getting more made, but it's very hard to get merch made in the times of Corona. Interesting. All of the stock is stuck. Literally, we have about like a thousand of these sweatshirts that are stuck on a boat somewhere in a port somewhere that we can't fucking sell or have access to. It's a nightmare, but eventually. Okay. Captain Phillips to brag. I'm picturing the pirates and like bitch Bible hoodies being like, I'm the bitch Bible now. I won't do the voice, but the idea of Tom Hanks, like defending your hoodies does make me laugh, putting it out there. Um, well, so there's sold out of merch. Uh, did you buy any, are you like a Dumois girl or what's your deal with Dumois? I'm just curious. Um, I just found out what it was because a bunch of people sent an article that they thought was about me. And it kind of sounded like it might have been about me, but it wasn't. They messaged me and said it wasn't about me. They were like, this stupid podcaster, like her husband's in the music industry and everybody fucking hates her and she's so annoying. And I was like, oh, that could definitely be me. <laughs> Wait, it's obviously not you because you're beloved. Who was it? Is the question. Do you know? I know yes, you know. and she has a really good sense of humor, and we laughed about it because me and her were both texting. I'm like, I hope it's me. And she's like, I hope it's me. It was Kelty Knight from Lady Gang. Can I say something about Kelty before we go to break? I actually love Kelty. Yes. And I can I can I clear she's my a name? Great sport. Yeah. Can I say something about Kelty? Kelty is a good sport, but I yeah. fucked up. I made a mistake. I fucked What'd up with Kelty, and I I will clear my name here. So those girls were on my serious show a couple years ago and Becca Kelty, yeah. the, they're so lovely and funny. And I remember they were there and I was like, I love these girls. Like they were just like, you know, it's like when we met like funny, they were game. They were great. Yeah. We followed each other on Twitter. Like it worked out. You're going to hate this. I was watching. Oh, no, I love it already. You're going to fucking hate this so much because I hate it. But you know, when something is like too, something goes viral and then you can't pull it back. It's like too late. So I was watching yeah. red carpet. I want to say for the Met Gala and Tiffany Haddish was talking to ET entertainment tonight. I, you could not see the person doing it. You know where this is headed. And Haddish saw, I think Chris Jenner and went, she ready, she ready. And the journalist interviewing her went, she's ready. Like in the whitest way possible. And I, yeah. I turned again into my history museum skeleton and I was like, this is awful. And I took a clip of it and I posted it on Twitter, not knowing who said it, may I drop dead saying, yeah, you know, in classic Twitter way, like this person should be put on leave. <laughs> I'm like going to faint. I said like, please ET. That's funny. But it's funny because it was embarrassing. Listen, I am a literal nightmare. I was a bully child. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. But I put it up on Twitter and it went so viral. It had like millions of views. I was like, oh, fuck. And it was Kelty. And I was like, I if I would have known that it was Kelty, I didn't. May I drop dead? I would never have posted it because I actually do. Or maybe. Did she say anything to you? I believe she unfollowed me on Twitter. And it hurt. And it hurt. But I really didn't know it was her. And to oh. be fair, to be fair, I don't blame her. Like, I get it. I'm not. I. I am still apologetic. Do you know what I mean? I'm not bitter about it. By I'm the way, like, that's not even, I mean, I have I ice in my heart. Literally nothing offends me. I think about this all the time. I'm like, what if they said this? What if they, there yeah. is nothing that anyone could say that would like, that would offend me. I'm very, very Teflon titties. 
If you said that about me, I would love it. I would be like, bitch, come on my podcast. That's amazing. I agree. Like I would, it would be, I know. it's not a big But deal. she's a sweetheart. And like, I, I genuinely, I'm glad she you brought sweet. her up because she's really, I do believe she's a good sport. I can tell she is. And yeah. anyways, Kelty, if you're listening, I still adore you. And I hope you're not mad that I told the story because she's not a bad sport. <laughs> I'm also like very sensitive too. I would, I think I would have been like, she doesn't know me that well. Do you know what I mean? And I, she doesn't know. Yeah, I, I can't explain still- it. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, I still adore her. I think she's very funny. It was a very hard clip to watch. I don't know if you saw it, but it was tough to watch. And every now and again, watch it after we're done with this. Oh God, it goes viral every like six months. It like comes back, and I'm like, oh God, I hope she doesn't see. (laughs) Anyway, let's go to fucking funny. Oh my God, Kelty, we love you. Um, and it was her. Listen, she's a dream. We're gonna go to break meeting. Part one is over. Mm -hmm. Jackie Schimmel has what we like to call in the business a hard out. At 725. So we are going to go. Shimmy's, if you want to follow her, which you must, follow her at Jackie Schimmel on Instagram and on Twitter. If you're not listening to the bitch Bible, you're a fool. Jackie is someone I aspire to be. You're so funny and you're so strong in the best way. I adore you. Um, Subscribe to it now. Next episode, we're going to talk Bravo. I want to, we, we're going to get into some TV things. Yes. She's controversial. I'm excited. Tune in then. I'm Michelle Collins. Follow me if you want to at Mishcall on Instagram. Leave a review, by the way, for the podcast. I like to say it to people, tell your friends and family to subscribe. Leave a yeah. review. Our reviewers, I know our listeners are geniuses because our reviews are so funny. Like I read them and I, it, they fill me with joy. So leave, leave one. me some nice reviews as well. Cause I, I, I have this, I made the mistake of doing montages where I read all the negative reviews on my no. podcast. And that's really inspired people to leave a lot of one star reviews. I didn't think about the long-term ramifications. So if you want to throw me a fiver, that'd be great. Throw her a fiver. And by the way, I would literally never be so stupid as to do that. I'm like, are you literally drained? I know. <laughs> I read the I happy know. ones really and I'm like, stupid. Michelle makes everyone, all my like listeners are so fit. Meanwhile, I'm like sitting here drinking. All right. We'll be back. Episode two. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.